Hey, uh, James Flippin, I figured that, you know, with all of our hardware, with all of our money, we could detect uh, a thousand militants getting together right outside a fence and uh, going into Israel. Don't you think we should have uh, kind of seen that coming? Yeah, I mean, it sort of defies explanation, considering we know there's so much border security in Israel. You know, that's something that kind of they're known for. Well, here's one thing that could possibly explain it. Yes, they're known for border security, and they have state-of-the-art technology. Technology. That's the problem here, technology. So they got these big barbed wire fences, and guess who looks at those barbed wire fences all day long? Computers and specialized cameras. And those cameras are actually hooked up to uh, automatic machine guns, like machine guns that you don't need a person to fire. So if the computer senses you're going off over the wall, it just opens fire on its own. So you can probably fake that thing out somehow, possibly with a lot of drones. You could get it to expend its bullets. You could get it to shoot at the wrong thing. Who knows? These guys have all day long to study this stuff. You know, unemployment in Gaza is like crazy. It's like 70%. Right? Got a lot of guys just kind of hanging around planning planning to do damage. So um there's that. And I think, yeah, too much technology. We become reliant on technology. We think we as human beings don't have any role in all of this. And I've seen it. I've seen it. We're take, we're missing the mark. We're taking our eye off the ball. Well, yeah, the computer can fix it. Eh, somebody else will catch it. The machine will catch it. You read a book lately? Have you read any books? Um, yeah, I'm actually reading a book right now. Uh, it's about a settlement in Ohio after the Revolutionary War, uh, well, you know, pushing west and the expansion of the u.s uh that sounds a little dry but uh I, I, I like all that you know f- historical stuff well some of these books these books that are getting published uh have all kinds of crazy mistakes spelling errors just total weirdness and i don't think it's being cached by the editors because the editors are too busy on tinder or instagram and this cassidy hutchinson book oh, oh yeah boy. i know you've been reading that uh i have and it is a fraud just as she is the whole damn january 6th thing um, I proved that the letter that she swore she wrote, she did not write. There is no way in hell. So she, I believe she lied about that. I you mean, believe- the one where she like alleged to the January 6th committee about Trump grabbing the wheel of the beast or whatever and all that kind of well, stuff. That's another matter, but there was a key piece of evidence, uh, that it was a Trump tweet draft, something that they came up with. It's just anybody who entered the Capitol illegally should go home right now. And it's written by clearly a guy. Clearly. You know what I mean? Here, I got it right here for you. You guys can't see it at home, but this is, without a doubt, did a guy write that? Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's not a female's handwriting. I mean, I'm not a handwriting expert. But. You don't have to be. And do you want to know, uh, what her handwriting actually looks like? Take a look. <laughs> okay. Right. That looks a little more girlish. Right. You know, and, and at the bottom, she's got the peace sign and the love and the heart and but the you don't smiley even need face. That. It's the soft, that's the turns and, you know, the, the way it's rounded and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, she swore that um, she wrote this thing that was clearly written by a guy. And, uh, oh, so the thing about Donald Trump grabbed the steering wheel or tried to grab the steering wheel. Let me ask you something. If that did happen, and I don't think it did, but even if it did, is that illegal? Is that wrong? I want to go here, but you guys want to go there. Like, what? What is? What? what what's wrong with? Yeah, that? I think that they were trying to create a narrative that like Trump was completely out of control and unhinged, and you know that somehow the president wanted to go to the Capitol. 
Do you know how many members of Congress come to the White House? Right? That happens all the time, every day, all day long. Granted, it's not as uh, regular, but a president can go to the Capitol. He said out loud, I'd like to go to the Capitol. And we know the staff was opposed to it because the staff works for the deep state. And they were all freaked out. But you're allowed to do that. It's not against the law. All right. That's true. So what else do you think? Uh, what was the damning testimony? Do you remember any of the other stuff? Uh, I, I it, it all kind of runs together in terms of the allegations that have been made about January 6th. But I, I believe he said something else about one of the staffers or something like that. Well, the other big thing that she had that like, oh, wow, this is amazing. She said Trump, and she didn't see this, by the way, threw a plate of uh, hamburger at the oh, wall. Right. That's what it was. Yeah. And some ketchup wound up on the wall. I've done worse when I'm angry. <laughs> I have. Not lately. <laughs> you have want... you really? Have you really thrown a plate of food at the I wall? said I did worse. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I should tell you. Well, you don't have What's to. What's the worst thing you ever did when you were mad? Uh, actually, what I was literally just thinking about was that I was, and you'll um, think this is pathetic because you feel a certain type of way about sports fandom, but when I was in college, the Mets blew a game against the Yankees, and I kicked a hole in the wall of my college apartment wall. Oh, I've done that. And I had to get the, the spackle and the fix it up, and it was very humiliating. I but. did that at work. Not my present employer, not my former. I did it at an employer. I punched the wall. I was so angry. And I was like, we're like, boy, you get fired for this kind of stuff. So I took a piece of paper, <laughs> and I taped it over the wall, <laughs> hoped that nobody would notice it. Did anybody ever say anything? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, and the other thing was I kicked a desk really hard. And uh, I made a big dent in the filing cabinet, right? And there was this big investigation. Who kicked, who Who damaged the desk? Who did that? And I was able to say, I did not. Technically speaking, I did not. I put, I, I, that was the filing cabinet. I dented the filing cabinet, not the desk. Oh, I see. So it was a semantics thing. Yes. On my last day of work, I confessed. You did. Uh, you unburdened yourself. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. I once threw a remote control at a TV set. But I'm sure it had nothing to do. See, that would have not been sports related. That would have been sports related for me. You were probably just mad about something somebody said. I once put sugar down somebody's gas tank. Really? Is that bad? Uh, yeah, I mean that's considered. Uh, I don't even know enough about cars, but doesn't that like total? No, it doesn't total. The I car. once trapped uh, a bunch of squirrels and put them in a garbage can, and then I put the garbage can in somebody's car. What in like? Is that bad too? Well, I mean, I didn't do I that. Say, I, I don't do believe that. that. That's pretty sociopathic. <laughs> I didn't do that. Of course not. I did not do that. I mean, yeah, sugar. You could, for whatever reason, you can actually ruin somebody's car that way. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. That the, seriously, the worst thing I ever did was uh, the remote at the TV, and I wasn't even aiming at the TV. It's like, oh damn, and the TV was busted. It was. Uh, so, is there anything else we should know news wise? Um, I mean, I'm sure you've talked about obviously everything with this day of action. You know, NYPD is stepping up their security tomorrow. State police in New York are working with the Joint Terrorism Task Force. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff going on around the city right now. There's a pro-Palestinian rally going on at Brooklyn College. Where? Really? Mm -hmm. Pro-Palestinian. These college kids are so stupid. But granted, you're kind of supposed to be stupid in college. You do all kinds of dumb things when you're in college. Mm. You know, you drink beer through a hose and stupid stuff like that. You know, you're going to be signing up for anything to be different, anything to be stupid. It's like a rite of passage. But this is more serious than that. I mean, right. this is... <laughs> I mean, the college kids on 9-11 were not, you know, rooting for al-Qaeda. They weren't, right? Remember when uh, they killed bin Laden? There was a massive outpouring of patriotism and thousands yeah. of college students went to the White House, like from Georgetown, GW, American. And I remember just... being at the Mets-Phillies game when the word broke. This was like kind of maybe Twitter, I think, was in its infancy. So, like, people knew 
It wasn't just like, you know, totally word of mouth. People saw on their phones and a USA chant broke out at yeah. Citizens Bank Park where the Mets and Yankees were playing. So I remember that very well. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you hear the chants from Brooklyn College. They're saying, you know, like, occupied, you know, like people talk a lot about this open air prison in Gaza and stuff like that. You know, there's they, they try to get into the nuance, I think, of it all and, and obfuscate, obviously, that terrorism just went down. In a weird way, you know, it was unifying when there was one guy, one villain that we all hated and we all wanted dead, right? Bin Laden. I mean, name another guy that everybody agrees. We want that guy dead. Nobody comes to mind. You would have to, you'd have to go back to like Stalin and Hitler or something. Well, like I know, but you can't kill them. They're dead. I mean, somebody now to right. kill right now. It's a unifying thing. It is, actually. I'm saying like a bad guy who deserves it. I mean, there are terrorists out there, but they're not just of sufficient profile where we all know, you know, you know, it's usually, uh, you know, Azarari, you know, right. some, somebody you haven't heard of in a long time. Yeah, that's true. All right. Uh, so the day tomorrow is a thing. Are people coming into work? Are people getting nervous about I that? I mean, I'm telling you here in, in the newsroom and stuff, people are talking about it. People are, are kind of nervous. You know, people are saying, are you coming in? Who has to take mass transit? You know, stuff like that. But, um, you know, I, obviously the line, the official line is that no specific or credible threat has been identified up until this time. Well, here, here's one of the stupidest people you'll uh, hear in a long time. This is going all on, on all over the place, these pro-Palestinian, I should call them pro-terrorist rallies. And this one's taking a page out of the Joe Biden playbook. Listen to this. Cut six, please. Cut six. So don't let them get it twisted. This is not complicated. When you go to a Black Lives Matter rally, you see Palestinian flags. When you go to a white supremacy rally, you see Israeli flags. This is not complicated. When Zionists march down the street, they say death to Arabs. When we march down the street, we say free, free Palestine. Free, free Palestine. Whoa. This is not difficult, everybody. Yeah, uh, uh, man, what a demented weirdo that guy was, huh? Who was he? That was, I think, in Brooklyn. Um, first of all, there hasn't been a white supremacy rally, like, in the history of, I mean, in a long time. And I have my doubts about Charlottesville, but actually really I, I was just going to say, they're really talking out of both sides of their mouth, because the whole Charlottesville thing was supposedly that the group was chanting, Jews will not replace us, right? Wasn't that, like, their allegation, that that was a Yeah, chant? actually, yeah. I, I, but yet they were flying Israeli flags? No, they weren't. And, uh, you know, look, white supremacists, wherever they are, and there aren't many, there are six, most of them are in jail, and the moment they break the law, they should be arrested. But it's just not a thing. And making them into an imaginary thing has made us all less safe because it's taken up time, money, and, uh, you know, bandwidth and equipment and resources fighting a phantom. Even the deputy commissioner of the NYPD, uh, a silly woman named Rebecca, is going around saying her job is to fight white supremacy. Knock yourself out, Rebecca. We got real threats to worry about. Be right back.